Ahoy there, crew, and welcome to the Adventures of the Forget-Me-Nots. Episode 8, Discord and Harmony. Nope. No way. Have you completely lost your mind? Hear me out. There are arch enemies? We've hated each other since the moment our crews formed. And you You want want us us to work together? The Aaron Halls are definitely going to make a move against us. And we can't take them on alone. The Banjos are in the same position the as- The Forget-Me-Nots are in the same position. It only makes sense. It's in our best interest to, to team, team up. up. She has a point, Captain. There's no way we can take on the Aaron Halls on our own. Of course we can. We took on the Sea Bane and won. At the expense of the ship, Oki, and Tass's sanity. I am perfectly fine. You didn't sleep for 72 hours, boss. Well, I'm fine now. Because you've been on a rowboat with Dia being forced to relax. Maybe that has a little bit to do with it. I'm just saying this. I'm with Zinkus on this one. (sighs) Do I even think that they'd agree? Oh, almost certainly not. But I think I have a way I can convince them and solve a problem of our own. But if all goes according to plan, we will be joining forces with the Iron Banjos. I know, I know, I don't love it either. But I expect you to be civil to the Banjos. No matter what, we must be the ones on our best behavior. Do you understand? Aye. Very good. To your stations. Zinkus, I cannot believe that you talked me into this. Admit it, it's a good idea. I'll admit it if we come out alive. How's Gisela doing in the angry dragon boat? (laughs) About as happy about the plan as the rest of the crew. But she'll do anything for Taz and Dia. The containment guide that you got from the Citadel helped. Taz thinks Dia is secure enough that she and Gisela might be able to both get some rest. That's a relief. Ahoy! Ah, here goes nothing. Well now, if it isn't the old thorn in my side, if it isn't the old out-of-tune string, I hear your crew has managed to catch the wrath of the Aaron Halls. I hear your crew has a bit of a bird problem. suppose it's hard to deny that with the talon scratches all over me. I swear that thing did not want to be caught. Seems like we're both in a predicament then. Yeah, it would seem that way. Come on, Cap. Ugh. Fine! Captain Hawthorne, on behalf of my crew, I request a truce in our rivalry and temporary partnership to take on the Aaron Halls. Interesting proposition. Mm, but it seems that you're in more trouble than us with the Aaron Halls, given your new crewmate and your resident engineer. So, really, we would be doing you a favor. 
What do you plan to do to sweeten the deal? Well, since this is a big undertaking, and I know there's no chance you'll take the deal if we didn't go big, Taz, bring it out. Is that? No, no, it couldn't be. Yes, not long ago, we bravely took on that sea bane and severed its magical tentacle. It has brought us luck and fortune beyond our wildest dreams. But if we must part with it to save ourselves from the wrath of the Arenholes, then so be it. You're not joking. You're... Sorry, I'm just trying to get this through my head. You're really offering us the most prized magical object in the history of Tezian. For the safety of my crew, no price is too small. Well, I never thought I'd say this, but it's really too good of a deal. I accept. Honored to work with you, partner. Don't push it. Ajeda, let them aboard. Welcome to the meal, Cetus, partner. Quarters are below deck. You'll find extra beds and deck space for bedrolls. Get comfy though, because it's going to be a packed ship. Dinner will be served at the sound of the bell, and if you're late, well, you'll still get food, but people will be very cross with you. You see the ship growling at me? They do that occasionally. Step out of line and they'll fling you overboard. I don't know if I like this ship. I could tell you for sure that this ship doesn't like you. Enjoy your stay. What's your rowboat doing tied to your ship? That's none of your concern. I don't like the sound of that. It's our cursed containment vessel. Curse? Containment? Yes, and what's contained on that vessel would wreak havoc on you like you wouldn't believe. We're more than happy to let you experience it for yourself. I, uh, I think I'll pass. Hey, hey, careful with that! That's the most magical object in all of Tizion. Stop swinging it around like a piece of meat. No, no, don't you give me that look. I know it stinks. Good riddance. No more tentacle stench, no more griffin bait, no... What? What? You're the infamous Celia. Oh, no. Oh, I'm infamous now, am I? Orwin. Yes, I'd say you are. I certainly hear a lot about you. Do you now? Because the two of you have been in a literal sword fight more than once. What's a little sword fight between friends, right, Celia? I'm inclined to agree, but it seems you are much more familiar with me than I am with you. Zinkus, care to properly introduce us? <sighs> Celia, this is Corwin, my best friend and third mate, who's currently on thin ducking ice. Corwin, Cecilia, my longtime arch nemesis and apparently ally now, who remains on thin ice. Always. Well, pleasure to meet you then, fellow Thin Ice Skater. Likewise. So, where are you from? The Discord, for all you need to know. Fair enough, fair enough. What's your position then? Weapons. Play any instruments. Stance on a good shanty. First mate, swords, knives, and pistols, if you ask nicely. Fiddle! Ha! You haven't heard me play in years. I doubt there's any amount of practice that could save that screeching. You're a fine one to talk, Miss Accordion. 
Ooh, ouch. You're supposed to be on my side. Sorry, second mate. I've heard you play. She's got you on this one. Don't you second mate me. Two to one, Zinkus. You know what? I think we're gonna get along just fine. I think so, too. Shame our first meetings had to be over swords. Eh, like you said, what's a little sword fight between friends? Zinkus and I have certainly had our fair share. Just between friends, eh? I, what? I, I, what else? It's, well, it yeah, seems I'm obviously. off to steal some snacks. Wonderful meeting you, Celia. And Zinkus, take a trip out to the pine forest, will you? It's nice out in the open. Ah, what was that supposed to mean? I have no idea. Larry, please come back. Ah, so you're the young crewmate that's got the Aaron Hall family after your crew. That's me, and my name's Dove. I'm not an Aaron Hall. Certainly not. Who would ever want to be associated with them? And I am Captain Hawthorne, at your service. I know who you are. You lead TC on second most feared crew. Second most? Oh, where have we gone wrong? All these years, hard work, inciting chaos, and just- Don't be so down on yourself. Maybe the sea bean tentacle will change your luck. Indeed. Thank you, Dove. We'll climb our way back to the top before your captain has had a chance to realize how bad a deal she has made. Sure. So, Dove. What's got a fine sailor like you looking out the waves so sadly? I'm waiting for a friend. A friend? From another ship? No, a bird friend. A real bird. <gasps> a bird! I can help with that. You can? Of course. You know, I'm something of an expert bird caller. What kind of bird are we looking for? A seagull. Answers to the name Larry. A seagull! One of my best calls. Get ready, Dove. Your Larry will be back in no time at all. You might want to step back a little bit for this one. <clears throat> that's that's not what. I'm gonna go find Yoki. Ugh, it smells like Hawthorne's boots down here. Where are you even taking me? You'll see. Hey, Taz, you have a minute? Uh, give me one second. I'm gonna step out. <sighs> Attempt seven. Failed, but less explosive and more... Eh, fragrant than attempt five, so... Progress? <sighs> okay, uh, what did you need, Zinkus? There's someone who wants to meet you. Celia, meet Tazavel, our ship's engineer and all-around extraordinaire. Taz, meet Celia, first mate of the Iron Banjo. Pleasure to meet you. You're really the Tazavel Psylocke? I saw Sarah since I got married, but... Yep, that's me. You couldn't possibly remember me, I mean, other than the fighting and all, but... I was the second year at the Citadel when you blew up the ballroom. Yes, I'm familiar with the story and I'd rather not relive it. All us lower years heard your name whispered in the halls and the, the older students told your story around the common room fireplaces. Some cautionary tale, huh? Cautionary? No! You are a legend to us. 
All of us wanted to be just like you, the woman who stood up to the elders, defended her findings when no one would believe her, who ran away and made sure no one would forget her name. How they remember? Of course. I mean, the professors still call you a liar and a criminal who put people in danger, but we all knew better. I mean, come on, why would someone who wanted to hurt people go through the trouble of saying the ballroom was closed for cleaning? Sure, but those students almost wandered in. Ah, it gave us a scare, but I'd say we turned out okay. Wait, you... you were there? Even us second years knew the Citadel wasn't a good place. You are my hero. Oh, wow, that's... I... I never thought... But... Well, really, it's Corwin you should be talking to then. He's the one who led the kids away, you know? Corwin? The Corwin I just officially met and have fought a hundred times? Yeah, that Corwin. He was my assistant at the time. One of those youth reform projects. So... Our Corwin saved your life? Oh, this is great. Oh, Mollusk and the conniving spirit of the Dread Pirate Steve. I owe him a life debt now, don't I? I'm kind of having an existential crisis over here. Can you try to not find it so funny? Uh, okay, okay. well, I'm sure Corwin could use an extra set of hands in the lab while I do my shift on the angry dragon boat. (laughs) Maybe you could help him? Oh, no, no, I don't do that. I'm... Far too out of practice to be of any real help. That's alright. I'm sure Corwin won't take any help he can get. I need to be up on the main deck, helping my crew settle in. Oh, well, that's alright. In that case, I will be on the angry jar boat if anyone needs me. According to Zinkus and Celia, Lord Hall is planning to attack in a week and a half. Taking the time since the ball into account, that gives us eight days to make a plan of attack. Hawthorne? Captain Pembroke. Captain Pembroke, we need a rundown of your crew and supplies. What weapons you have, who's skilled in what, what your usual battle strategies are. You want to know our strategies? Why don't I just take my beautiful head and rest it right between your dual swords, Captain Melvin? (laughs) As if we don't already know your strategies, it's either swarm us with all-out chaos or distract us and send a crew to sneak in from behind. It's the same thing every time. And yet you fall for it every time. You know, we're still neck-to-neck in our winning streak. No, you're not. After we sent you running the last time you tried to attack, we're up by one. You take that back. (laughs) I won't take back what's true. I demand a recount. What do you want? A walk back through the greatest hits from Sourdog to now? Great idea. First fight, right after the Oasis heist. No, no. We started counting way before then. First fight, you called Arroyo a no-good, dirty, rotten sea slug, and I decked you for it. If we're counting every time you punched me over some friendly name-calling... Oh, you want to add another to the list? As much as I love seeing you jump to my defenses, love, can we try to get back on track? We've got barely over a week to save our crews, and we still need a plan. So, well, I think playing nice is a stretch for us. I can at least agree to focus, if Hawthorne can at least. <laughs> Me? I am not the one who brought up our old spats. Oh, yes, you are. Oh, I did not. 
Stop with that bull squid. We don't have time for this. Need I remind you that I am doing you a favor? The Banjos probably could have found a way to outrun the Aaron Halls, but we are here helping you out because you so foolishly gave away the trophy of a lifetime. <laughs> you know, the longer we talk, the more I feel like you're right. Only a fool would be bargaining with you. Finally. We agree on something. Watch your mouth. The Banjos wouldn't even be in this position if you hadn't gotten yourselves tangled up with the Aaron Halls. Every pirate with half a brain cell knows better than to play with the big families. Are you saying Arroyo only has half a brain cell? <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't be absurd. I'm saying the both of you put together might have half a brain cell. You piece of shrivel up, uh, useless This is just like what I used to do on the ragged bone. You yell and insult the enemy and ally alike to cover up from the fact that you don't know what to do. Why do you always use the same attacks? Because you're too busy choosing a banjo to break when you get defeated to bother making a real plan. I could make a real plan, but maybe I'm just smart enough to stick with what works. I don't need to take on opponents that are too big and too dangerous for my crew. We stick with what we know. We lurk for trade ships. We take their gold. We get out. That's enough for us, and it has kept us both safe and wealthy for a long time. How are your coffers looking, Captain? Hmm? We don't need full coffers. We're not just out here for the treasure. We're trying to make a difference by cutting away at the high families bit by bit. <laughs> you honestly think that hitting the high families in the wallet is going to change Tessian for the better? You're barely fleas to them. We all are. Why bother risking your crew? Because every member of my crew has been burned worse than most by these high families and the politics and their corporations that run everything on the mainland. You're not special just because you couldn't afford to buy from Cress Hall and Co. or wherever. You're just like most of the landlubbers. Need I remind you how I ended up on Sour Dog Ship? I'd rather be in over our heads than live like your crew. then you're more a fool than I thought. Aside from the captains, the collision of the crews is going about as well as one could expect. I mean, sure, things were a little bit tense, but there weren't any all-out brawls. That's gotta count for something, right? Muffins are up. Out of the way. Hey, I got here first. Weren't you down in the lab like two seconds ago? I was summoned by the smell of muffins. Excuse me, excuse me. Move it, kid. Hey, I need a muffin for my friend. One per person. Hey, I said just one. Hey, stole the one I wanted. Too bad. Just one. Yes, that goes for you too, Oki. But I'm still recovering from the sea bay. Red, I gave you the all clear yesterday. Oh, now you want to say I'm fine? Hey! You heard the cook, one per person. There's plenty to go around if you each take one. Now stop fighting. Hey, that guy's got extra muffins. I don't know what you mean. Seriously, Corwin? Get him. Ah! Ah! That's it. 
Here comes the ladle. And that's only the beginning. This is going exactly how I imagine. The awkward silence was nice while it lasted. We've got to do something, even the captains are yelling at each other again. I can hear them through the doors. Oh! Uh, oh, geez. Ah! No throwing books! Knock it off, Banjos! The kid started it. We're better than this. Speak for yourself. Oh no, I need more onions! Don't encourage them! Too late! Ha-ha! Banjo down! Corwin! Alright, who the shell just- What in the name of the shredded pirates? You forget me not! Do something, Zinkus! Uh, okay, okay, I have an idea. There's a game that we play sometimes where we pretend that someone's on trial and then- A mock trial? Yeah, okay, it's a little weird, but if we do- No, it no, right no, we do that too, it's perfect! Oh! Uh, well, here it goes. Oh, uh, Captain Arroyo Melvin! At long last, we have caught you, and now it is time for you to stand trial. Zinkus F. McGee, I swear to the mollusk herself. To tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Zinkus! Excellent. Now the trial may commence. You are stand accused of... <coughs> Excuse me. That's just too terrible to say. Piracy. <gasps> Anyone with evidence supporting this charge may now come forward. Her crew boarded my family's ship. They stole our most beloved possession. You poor thing. What did they take from you so viciously? They stole our heirloom tomato. Oh, no, not their heirloom tomato, Captain Meldon. What do you have to say to this accusation? I did no such thing. It would have been impossible for you to see, for I am deathly allergic to tomatoes. False, I say. Make her eat a tomato and prove it. Excellent idea. However, as this courtroom is fresh out of tomatoes, we cannot proceed with this plan. We require more evidence. Who else here has felt the wrath of this cruel pirate? Celia. Celia! Oh, uh, right. A few weeks ago, she came to Strand and I found a red rose stalk missing from my garden. I just know it was her who took it. Where is my rose, Captain? Where is my rose? Yeah, where'd her rose go? You think I would steal a rose? I can't think of a flower more garish than a red rose. Why would I go out of my way to steal something so, so hideous? You dare call her roses hideous? How could the she? The audacity. Oh, I am hurt, insulted, betrayed. Who else could possibly have taken my beloved rose? Someone with terrible taste, I can assure you. You take that back right now. Order, order. Are there any more charges against Captain Meldon? I witnessed her commit the most egregious of crimes. Tell us more. Yes, I saw her commit tax fraud. <laughs> order, order. I saw her hiding away vital documents in a lockbox on this very ship. That is a strong accusation. Captain Meldon, your response. <gasps> Tax fraud? Tax fraud? Ooh, you're in for a fight now, aren't ya? I'm a woman of honor, and I would never in a million years do something so terrible. What you witnessed was not tax fraud, but, ooh, 
I can't possibly bear to admit the truth. Truth is worse than tax fraud? Yes, I, I was not hiding vital information from our illustrable and honorable government. What you saw was my secret personally compounded non-canonical expansion on the adventures of dread pirate Steve. The true crime here is that you've been hiding these writings from the world. Those will only be shared over my dead body. Captain Melden, with the accusations from this noble audience, you are now charged with the writing of secret, unpublished fiction, and we sentence you to two weeks of below-deck scrubbing. Oh no! How could you give me such a terrible punishment? You're getting off easy. Now grab your mop and get to work. Nice work diffusing the tension there, Zinkus. How did you know a mock trial would work? We play it on the ship sometimes. It was just all I could think of in the moment. Hmm. We play it too. I always thought it was just a weird thing the Discord did. Actually, it's a weird thing we did under Captain Sourdog. Arroyo and Hawthorne used to get into actual fights over who could come up with the most outlandish accusations. You should have heard some of the things they came up with. Well, we just need the piece to last a bit. If there's one thing I can tell you about the banjos, it's that nothing can put them in a good mood quite like a good meal. Guess that makes two things our crews have in common. The temporary peace lasts all the way through dinner and even into the night, long after the captains have retreated away to make a battle plan. If I didn't know any better, I'd almost say the crews were having fun. Excuse me, Banjos? What, kid? Can I interest any of you in a sword fight? <laughs> nah, you're just a kid. I'm not fighting a shrimp like you. Hey, come on! Whoa, did I just hear someone underestimating my kid brother? Otto? I honestly don't think a single one of you could beat him in a contest of sorts. Hey, actually, I got some extra muffins in the galley. I will award one to any among you banjos who can best him. Fight a kid for an extra muffin? Easiest meal I've ever gotten. Don't worry, I'll even go easy on you. If you say so. On guard! What? Ha! I win! What? No way. I want a rematch. No going easy this time. Oh, I'm so scared. Huh. Gotcha, Gag. Well, you said you weren't gonna go easy this time. Who's next? Let me have a go. No going easy on No me. way. I want that muffin. Huh. You're even worse than the last one. Did your captain even train you? How is that little kid so good? Yeah, I forgot to mention that little kid was the one to sever the arm of the sea base. He what? (gasps) Lil Loki here is a ship's expert swords person. I mean, don't be too hard on yourselves. With a little practice, maybe you'll be half as good as him one day. Do I really get extra muffins now? You know what, Oki? You earned them. Let's leave these banjos to catch their breath. Since when do you encourage me to fight? You're a mermaid, are you? Who are you and what'd you do with my big brother? Okay, I'll be honest. I've been, I've been doing some thinking, and as much as I wish I could protect you all the time, you're growing up. I can't fend off every sea beast with a ladle. I mean, what happened with the sea bane shouldn't have happened, and I'm still furious that the adults in the crew put you in danger. 
But you are fairly capable with a sword. You've proved it many times. Who knows? Maybe one day you'll be the one protecting me. One day? I already to save you from the sea bait. But I'll always need a ladle-wielding battle partner. Well, good thing you'll always have one. Are we ready to try this again? Calmly. I will, if she will. <sighs> Must you have that blasted thing in here? It calms me, and I get the feeling I'm gonna need that right now. <sighs> it's fine, it's fine. If it helps, play your banjo. All right. We know that any family rich and paranoid enough to have a personal army is gonna be packing some firepower. That means our biggest concerns will be the cannons. Luckily, the Maya is a self-healing ship now, so <laughs> cannons are significantly less of a concern than before. A self-healing ship? Oh my goodness, you have really lost it now. I was a little concerned with the whole Seabane tentacle, but oh, this takes the cake. <laughs> Watch this. I just, what, what did the, the ship, the, the walls just knitted back together. That'll teach you to laugh at my wife. So, a self-healing ship, that really, that really is something. Um, and it can heal from cannon shots. We should still take precautions to minimize the hits we take, of course, but it does mean we can focus more on our offense. And we have the element of surprise on our side. They don't know that we know that they're coming. Precisely. Now what I'm proposing... Hello? Seriously? You've been on my ship for one day and you're already barging into the captain's quarters like the rest of my Sorry, world. sorry, just got a bit lost there. I'll leave you to planning. Nice job. Seals couldn't even find your way back to the lab, right? Now where was it that Zinkus took me earlier? This has to be it, okay? Okay, you can do this. It's been a long time and it always brings up bad memories, but it's for the banjos and for that cute little dragon thing and for Zinkus and nope, nope, stopping right there. This is for me too. I can do this. I can do this. Um, hello, Tazabel? I'm coming. Oh, it's you. Yes, me again. I was thinking and... If you still need some help figuring out how to undo the curse, I'd like to help. Great! I can always use more help. Glad to have you on board. The thing is, I, I don't know if I can do much in the magic department. I never was much of an engineer. I failed out of the Citadel, and since then I've barely practiced. That's perfectly alright. Corwin doesn't use magic either. We'll work with whatever you can do, but it's, it's too late tonight. <laughs> I need to sleep after everything today. Come back in the morning and we'll get to work. Thank you. It's really an honor to work with you. <laughs> if you're going to do that the whole time, though, I will kick you out of my workshop. I'm not a legend here. I'm not a cautionary tale either. You're gonna have to stop acting like it. I'll do my best. Ahoy there, mateys. What a way for the crews to come together. We'll have to see how this uneasy truce plays out against 
the formidable Aaron Halls. If you loved the episode, come chat with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Our handle is at ForgetMeNotsPod. Also, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to help keep this ship afloat, support us on Coffee at ForgetMeNotsPod to get your name read at the end of an episode. Finally, we now have logo stickers available on our coffee shop. From now to April 1st, all proceeds from sticker sales will go to Transgender Education Network Texas. Check out our shop and help us support trans kids. The Adventures of the Forget-Me-Nots was made by the following people. Katie Bailey as creator, lead writer, and co-producer. Gabby McDonald as editor, sound designer, and co-producer. And Molly Borowiak as writer. This episode starred Rory Eggleston as Zinkus McGee, Matt Gagne as Arroya Meldon, Ashley Erickson as Retta Mendenhall, Cameron Sterling as Dove and Banjo One, Leah Eggleston as Tazavel Silstara, Molly Borowiak as Gisela Silstara, Greg Bastian as Otto Lingar, Jamie Wong as Oki Lingar, Aiden Anarino as Corwin Nodali and Banjo Two, Katie Bailey as Celia Nunnally, and Gabby McDonald as Hawthorne Pembrel. The exit music is Urban Gauntlet by Kevin McLeod. The Iron Banjo riff was written by Gabby McDonald and produced by Donnie Fast Productions. Full notes for attribution of sound effects are in the show notes and description. A special thanks to our very first patrons, Gwen Geronimo and Nisha. Again, thank you and see you soon for the Adventures of the Forget-Me-Nots, Episode 9, The Early Bird. <laughs>